Being mentally ill is okay. It doesn't make you any different from other people. Kind yeah. of does sometimes, but I don't know, you're fine. That's, that's like the perfect intro. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the show. I'm one of your hosts, Shout, and this is your daily reminder to drink some water, you dingus. Hydrate yourself. Sorry, I'm a bit passionate about your well-being. In fact, we all are. Me, along with my two co-hosts, Gene and Isaac, hope to bring to light some conversations related to mental health that aren't commonly talked about. We want whatever we talk about to give you a bit of serotonin to help you through the day. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to Serotalkin. We are so stoked to get the show up and running for people. So we can't thank you enough for giving us a listen. Also, this is our first episode, and so we ask if you could be a little patient with us while we get our bearings. Some audio things might sound a little finicky, and we don't even have like a set topic for today. We have a sort of chaotic grab bag of things, all of which I think are still thought-provoking. As the famous Greg Universe once said, if every pork chop were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs. So please be patient with us while we learn how to make some proper pork chops. Alright, have you guys figured out what to how to introduce yourself? Oh, I mentioned Dear Maria um anime opening and how I can't stop thinking about it. No, I mean like how <laughs> how we should introduce ourselves, uh, the podcast. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, like like I don't know, like hi hi, I'm Shout. Hey, I'm Jean, <laughs> like the pants. <laughs> like the pants. I say that every time. I say shout like the verb every time. I feel. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I like order food and they're like, can we have a name? I'm like, Jean, like the pants. Hell yeah. I'm just Isaac. Yo. Hello, Isaac. Hello. Hi, Isaac. Hi, Isaac. Hi. <laughs> this is turned to an A meeting. <laughs> <laughs> And this is Sarah talking. This is Sarah talking. Welcome to Sarah, Sarah talking, talking, where we are mentally ill, but we're also chill about it. Don't worry about it. We're fine. Don't. It's okay. It's okay. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That where we're yeah. <laughs> Being mentally ill is pretty sick. It is pretty sick to be mentally ill. So might say it's ill. Ill is okay. It doesn't make you any different from other people. Kind yeah. of it does sometimes, but oh no, you're fine. That's that's like the perfect intro. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit it in. I'll, I'll I'll edit it in a way like that. Yeah, okay. So so you said you wanted to talk about how dear Maria. I can't stop what? thinking about it. See, see, I'm out here just like, oh man, I've I've listened to podcasts. I I know how they start their things with like very formal and shit. It's like, no, no, we're getting down to the nitty gritty of things. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about the shit that really matters. Thank Dear Maria fits with every anime OP, it's hands true. down. Even Neon Genesis, dude, and that's like old '90s anime opening, mecha style, like. What? Dude, I need to see that. I need to... I, if, if someone hasn't made it already, either you make it or I'll make it, and, and it needs to be done. Yep. Like, that, that sounds like a... That sounds like that would be way too... Like, way too fucking OP of a... OP of an OP. Yes, it is. It's so good. Also goes, well, we... I showed um Isaac Hanako-kun. Have you seen Toilet Bound Hanako-kun? Oh, it's so good. I don't think so, no. It's buck wild, but it, it goes with that opening, too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There needs to be like one of those compilations on YouTube where like they have just Dear Maria over different anime openings. Yeah. And then it needs to like sync all perfectly. What if it was just like one big anime edit? Yes. One big anime edit of just like Dear Maria and like different animes that come through. Fucking like JoJo or Tokyo Ghoul or something. Just like all of them. Yeah. What have you guys, uh, what have you guys been watching? You guys been watching some anime recently? Oh, I just heard Arslan Senki. Arson Senki? That sounds familiar, but I'm not... F- like, is it new? Is it... It's a... I think it's a bit older. Or at least the animation style is, looks a bit older. But, like, early 2000s kind of older. Oh, interesting. Um, it's really interesting. I feel as though I'm in between animes at the moment. I'm watching, like, like a, a bunch of different things. Like, kind of, like, not really paying attention. <laughs> like more playing Animal Crossing and having it on in the background. 
Yeah. Mm. But I, I need to yeah. I need to find something that I can like really get into, like hyper fixate on again. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. Okay. I feel that. I feel like I think <laughs> I'm actually kind of in the same boat because like I'm not necessarily like watching an anime right now. Honestly, I could. Like I have a show. I, I could catch up on Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh. I could do that. I could rewatch something. I could probably watch something new that's in the queue. But like right now, I'm just like, no, fuck anime. I'm watching Young Justice. Yo. <laughs> Which is Young Justice is really good. I forgot that's how good, good it is. And like I'm on the third season, which is like Outsiders, and apparently they're making a fourth season that's gonna come out in like either late this year or like early next year. And Ooh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be f- it's gonna be really fucking hype. Like I really like this show. It's really good. It's really Hell good. Yeah. Recommend it. Recommend yeah. it. Not sponsored, but recommend it. Recommend. Yeah. Not sponsored. Um, with season or they've confirmed a season three for Doctor Stone, which I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's so. That cool. is like high in the queue. I need to yeah. still watch it. It's so cool. Like whoever wrote it has to have like the biggest brain that has existed, dude. Like that's all <laughs> I can like come up with. Ooh. Like because okay, it's so. Okay. I think about this a lot with, like, sports animes and everything, where, like, yeah. you need to have, like, a skill set to, like, draw, and you need to, like, focus a lot on, like, art and animation and, like, story writing, stuff like that. Like, that takes up, like, a big portion of, like, time and, like, focus. But then to do that on top of knowing, like, the details of, like, how different sports work and everything to, like, make it at least semi-realistic, like, that's insane it's like combining two hyper fixations into one i'm like bro that is so cool like how do you do that what but dr stone takes it to a whole new level because it's like science and they like they do like walkthroughs essentially with like oh here's how you like make like they made a steam engine at one point what? And it's like you could like if you wanted to like go out of your way and spend the time, you could make a steam engine like based off of what they told you in the show. But it's just insane like how much there's chemistry and science things, and it blows my mind because I can't spend more than two seconds thinking about science and thinking of making a show about science that is like animated and like well written like an anime and everything makes my brain explode <laughs> you kind of you're like a perfect salesman dude like like i think i'm, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm actually yeah. like after this i'm gonna start watching this because this sounds Please like do. fucking phenomenal for my brain it's so i need them good. to come out with the english dub i need english dub to watch things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i feel you i feel you what what are like your go-to english dubs like do you have like a like a because i know some people are just like like dubber sub there's some people like i feel like the dubber sub war is about as like you know like as like valid as the console wars yeah. like yeah. it's like like it's not that like big of an issue anymore it was just like big of an issue like issue i put that in quotes uh like back then just because it was just like eh, you can only get certain type of games from certain type of consoles you can only enjoy certain type of anime if you watch it this way like i feel like now nobody really cares but like say if you're watching something like ghost stories right mm-hmm. like the yeah. english dub of ghost stories is basically like an abridged series and you don't get that with like the with the uh with the sub with like the regular like japanese dubbing mm. uh but like you know that's it's different for different types of anime i'm wondering if like if you guys have any like that it's just like oh yeah, the dub is like the go-to or, or like the sub is like the go-to or whatever um, i don't know there's a skate skate the infinity is a newer really? one yeah because i watched it in sub um but mm. then i kept getting like videos and stuff like that about like the dub where the dub actors just go buck wild like just they just go crazy dude one of the characters in um one of the episodes says uh like hello like bitches bros and non-binary hoes oh like, yeah when is the last time <laughs> you have ever That's heard so a dub actor say non-binary in an anime that's so good so so they're going buck wild over there and i they also do like twitch streams and stuff like that and they seem really cool and they talk about the show and it's really awesome they're all like really passionate about it so i'm gonna rewatch skate with the dub because i want to hear them going buck wild (laughs) fair 
Fair. Dude, that sounds... Okay, so, like, every single time I hear, like, somebody, like, actively talk about, like, an anime to me or any piece of media, I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna check it out, like, right now. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm making, like, a mental cue in my head just to... <laughs> just just letting you know, I will watch it eventually. Yeah. I'm probably gonna watch, like, Dr. Stone first, but, like... Yeah, Skate is... Like, um, yeah. If you just want uh, I'd recommend watching Skate first because it's only, like, 12 episodes. Oh, okay. Dr. Okay, Stone bad. has two seasons right now. But, like, you can knock out Skate in, like, a couple days and stuff like that. Oh, bad, bad. I do know, like, a lot of people have been talking about Skate recently. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of memes on Twitter have been surfacing about Skate. Mm-hmm. Like, a good amount of... <laughs> good amount... Okay, okay, okay. Like, the way that you... <laughs> the way that you were just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Makes me think that we're seeing the same kind of memes. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> There's so much stuff on it, dude. It's like, I. Dude, people are thirsting for these main characters, dude. Oh my like, god. <laughs> There's like a huge thing right now. People are like a little bit on edge. Well, I, I want to say on edge, but like the characters are queer coded, and okay. that has always been something that I'm like very afraid of because mm-hmm. like i've seen so many queer coded characters either in anime or just media in general that it ends up being baiting but it's yeah the thing is like you can you can do that to a point before you're too far in and you have to do something about it and like right now skate is like too far into queer coding these characters that they like just can't like they can't just like write it off or like make it something else so i'm mm. like i really hope that they do this right. They just stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's always been, like, a scary thing whenever they top, like, like talk about something that's, like, this. What's the word I'm looking for? Just this, this, like, it's talked about a lot. It's not even controversial. I don't even want to say that because it's really not controversial. Like, just, like, queer anything in media. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, what is controversial is how it's portrayed in media. Yes. But, like, it's becoming more of, like, a topic now, so there's really, like, no excuse for you to get it wrong, or less excuses now. So, like, people yeah. will either be, like, 100% on your side, or, like, like fuck that shit, that's, like, like queer bait, central, like, like they just, they're fucking, like, everything up, kind of thing. Absolutely. I get, like, the, the, um, like, the fear of it, because, like, I get that with, like, many different other issues as well. If you were, like, said, like, there's, there's, like, this show, like, a different show that you've never heard of, and they're just, like, yeah, we, and we got some queer people in it, like, immediately there's a radar that's just, like, fuck, okay, mainstream media talking about queer, like, like queer shit, mm-hmm. and, like, mainstream shit doesn't seem to have a good grasp on this kind of thing. And then after, like, consuming that media and seeing that, like, they're doing some things right... I feel, or, or like, or after consuming that media, you like assume like, okay, so they're either doing it right or doing it wrong. Not like these things were wrong, but like this thing is right. And like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, 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 yeah, it, it, they, either, they either need to get it like all right or they need to get it like, or they if they get like one thing wrong and it's all shit, you know? Yeah. There's like, people will argue a lot specifically with anime that like, oh, it's like different culture over there and like they don't quite understand. It's like, that's not an excuse at this point. There's been several like shows that have portrayed the queer media and it's done it well. Dyokusei, which is a movie about like two gay men in high school. It was done really well. Yuri on Ice, that's like we're in a post-Yuri on Ice era now. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. They're and also another one that my friends mentioned that I haven't had the chance to see it, but like is quite literally like lesbians everywhere. Um, Utena, I believe is what it's called. It's another mecha, older mecha anime, mm. but it's like this gay people have existed. They are literally in your media. You just aren't looking at that media. It's just becoming more mainstream now because it's more acceptable now, you know? Well, not, yeah, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, I feel like because it's becoming more acceptable, a lot more mainstream media are trying to attempt to put it and incorporate it into, like, their projects. And so that's also another reason why there's, like, this, like, red flag that shows up in everybody's brains whenever, like, oh, like, a show gets announced and then there's, like, whether it be, like, the actor themselves themselves or the character, but, like, someone, a part of this project, is a part of the queer community, 
Mm-hmm. And like how like are how is that going to be portrayed? Because really what we think or like not even what we think, but like what we see is that the corp like the people, the corporations, like whoever mainstream shit, like whenever they, you know, see queer community like successing, they only see like the success part of it, not like how it became successful or why it's successful, yeah. or why people gravitated towards like what about, you know, the queer elements of whatever project was presented uh, made it successful um and that's like and like and like there's not really like a right answer there's many different right answers but that takes time getting un- like like understanding that like say if, if one part it could be like just like playing up identity just like thinking about your identity in the first place because that's not even like common yeah. thing that people like want to talk about just like oh well maybe like how i've been portrayed basically my entire life up until this point isn't how I want to be portrayed anymore. Like yeah. just that idea is a is a is a tough topic to kind of bring up, whether it be in real life or in or like in like you know a fictional piece of media. Yeah. But like how like you know people with like a lot of money and a lot of power try and like tackle you know that in whatever project they're doing, uh, really can determine whether or not it's going to be an easier way like thing to talk about in the future, just in normal society, because if it's popular and it's successful, then people will want to like gravitate towards it because it's popular and successful. But if it doesn't work out and they did something wrong, then the entire topic as a whole could like meet its downfall because of this one ill portrayed, like, like topic of, of, of people <laughs> of just like people. Yeah, exactly. And that's like really scary. I think that, um, like, the, because that's another thing, is, like, in a lot of queer media and stuff like that, and it's, like, media, like, mainstream queer media and everything, a lot of the times they don't portray, like, the characters, like, questioning, because that's, like, a big part of the queer experience, is, like, Mm -hmm. not knowing, like, how you fit in or, like, what is going on with you and stuff like that and then discovering it and being like oh this feels comfortable i feel like myself now but a lot of media either doesn't portray that at all basically so it's really strange because you like jump in and there's a queer coded character but you don't get to see the journey whatsoever of like how they discovered that or like see them question it in any sense and stuff like that even though that's such an essential part to like that kind of identity and everything um, a mm-hmm. show that did it really well is Given, um, which is about a band and there's gay people in it. And there was a whole conversation that one of the characters had with one of the older characters about him figuring out that he's queer. And that mm-hmm. was, I remember watching that and that felt so important to me. And I, it made me realize like, oh, I've never really seen like like a, a show or anime and stuff like that have that conversation of like hey i'm questioning my sexuality let me look to a mentor to help me yeah yeah it's so strange yeah i think like the idea of like other people being able to help you with this journey is like for some reason like not necessarily frowned upon but not often looked at like not often thought about just like, yeah. oh, yeah, like I can have like uh, un, like it's obvious that we know that people are different. And so there is there is somebody out there who has had experiences that I would like to learn more about because they like those experiences relate to what I'm experiencing right now. Um, but like the asking for help, like that whole process of just like asking like, hey, like, what do I do? Like, how did this work for you? And just like, you know based how you how you listen to other people's experiences and and relate to like your own and see like how do you want to go about Mm. your own way of discovering your identity is like not at all often talked about it's just it's there's there's only like like there or not only but like there's two main places that i i see like this whole journey uh like like mainly talked about there's like the beginning where you're like questioning and then there's the end where you're just like now you're non-binary or now you're queer or now you're just you're just a part of the community in some way like mm-hmm. like the how like you got from point A to point B is like so different for everybody yeah. and i feel like just because and, and because it is like it's hard for people to want to talk about it in a way that you know 
it's hard for people to talk about it and feel like they're helping because they know that it's different for everybody. But I feel like the fact that like if people can do that more because like that's how, you know, I've been helped with like, you know, whether it be like, you know, other mental illnesses, like just just by knowing that there is a process and it's different for everybody and listening to how other people like went to point from point A to point B was helpful even though it feels like like oftentimes it just feels like you're 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 you know like oversharing just like well like that's just reality like what you think is oversharing is the process and like for other yeah. people it might be the exact same process that they go through and i still think that's important because like just hearing that you go from point a to point b can be scary because like how the hell do you get there what the hell does it take to yeah. get to from point a to point b that journey is like so essential I also think, like, another thing with queer media that I I didn't really think about it until I have a friend, and we exchange poetry sometimes, and it's very cool. Um, and I read one of his poems about, like, him being, like, a person who, like, loves other men. And he talks about how in a lot of media, um, queer relationships are normally very, like, grandiose. Like, it's normally, like, they have to overcome, like, this, like, huge thing or, like, there's, like, big emotions and it's, like, oh, they're, like, my soulmate. And it's, like, you know, not every queer relationship has to be, like, a big... It feels like they're almost having to prove themselves in a way. Like, we have to conquer this big thing to prove that we are worthy of loving each other. Or, like, oh, we have to, like, go through, like, all these difficult things and, like, oh, the reason that we love each other is because we are literally soulmates. And it's like some queer relationships are just quiet and simple and some of them don't work out and some of them like just like have like one-off relationships and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that like, like queer people have nothing to prove to you like for the validity of their relationship. And I feel like that's something that media tries to do a lot is like prove the validity of their relationship through like these like grandiose like plot arcs and stuff like that when it really doesn't have to be like that. And I would love to see just like a queer couple that like goes on a couple dates and then it doesn't work out. I would love to see that. Yeah. It's insane. I don't think, see, that's like another like common media trope. Everything has to work out. There always has to be a happy ending. Everything has to make sense. When in reality, that's not the case. That's why it's so like even more devastating for people who are already like going through something that isn't common for everybody or isn't even commonly talked about, just like an experience that, that you know, people get bullied for, that people get ridiculed yeah. for. Like, seeing in media that just, like, whatever happens, whatever part of the, like, just the human experience is about doing, is, is about getting from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And how it happens, we don't care. But that's how everybody does everything. If you want a job, you apply and get the job. If you want a relationship, you ask someone out, you get into a relationship. If it doesn't work out, then you're a bad person. But you still got to point B, you're just a bad person. You know? Yeah. Like, like everything that happens in, in, in the middle is not talked about. And so it automatically assumed to be your fault. So, like, if you want to have, like, a bunch of friends, you're at point A where you just, like, are just, like, trying to find, you know, people who have like-minded interests with you. And and you can't. And point B is just, like, you just don't have any friends. In between there, we don't see in media, like, why people don't have friends. Sometimes yeah. we'll see it from, like, say, like, it, like, like, from a side character's point of view, just like, oh, this dude doesn't have any friends because he's lame. Because he's just, like, because he's queer sometimes. Yeah. You know? And and so, you know, that's all we have to go off of. I think that's why it's, like, so important to have, like, like the correct portrayal of many different forms of experiences within queer communities. Because we can't just have the one where it works out all the time, because it doesn't. And yeah. if it works out all the time, every time that it doesn't work out, it's going to be to our own detriment. We're going to think it's our fault. And yeah. it's not. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand, like, even if it doesn't, work out it doesn't mean that there can't be a happy ending in that you know like yeah right sometimes it doesn't work out for the better yeah um, right 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 you know? that, that's like the other thing is that we always think point a to point b but there's like other points too you know yeah. like we always think beginning beginning end and that's it 
I've always been that person who like would see uh like like TV shows and sitcoms where you know like they have those moments say like in like uh like a Disney Channel show where like something happened and like the two best friends talk it out right and there's that like music in the background that's really heartfelt and then they have like a hug at the end and then it fades to black mm-hmm. like I think like what happens afterwards do they do they like just like stay in the room and play like smash do they go eat dinner or do like 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 like, like, (laughs) i I always think like what happens right after that are they still mundane yeah 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 (laughs) seriously like i just like never get to see it like uh, that's a so i would love to see a show just about the mundane just yeah about the little things that happen because like we see so much like grandiose things and like these like big plots and arcs and stuff like that it's like why can't we just chill yeah. <laughs> why can't we just like chill out for a second play some smash get some food you know why isn't yeah. there that you know people live their lives in a heterosexual uh monogamous uh you know uh christian mostly protestant lifestyle yeah, i feel right. like for for mm-hmm. how we portray like the english language in america i feel like I know this has already been like researched and talked about millions of times probably, but just the way that we use our language, I feel influences us to make certain decisions that benefit. <laughs> this is going to sound like a reach, but I feel like, I feel like it's like benefits that like societal like norm. Slang is like a perfect example. How we communicate with each other. Uh, that's how you get to know that some like a person is a certain type of person right so like if you if you go up to like someone and you say like hear somebody say like hey bestie you automatically think like okay so they probably use tiktok and they're probably also maybe queer yeah and also like in some way shape or form have some like idea of of like non-binary and and like the spectrum and how that works yeah, like I would, I think I would say instead of like, like the language upholding like a like a heteronormative type thing, I would I I would say it upholds like a like a binary, in binary yeah. like that's, a yeah, that's yeah. A way to say it. like a gender binary like yeah I couldn't find like the right words to say that's that's no, I'd li- it like strictly like forces you into <laughs> it. like is there is there any like like I literally can't think of a slang term that is not gendered <laughs> like you know right. like i've had to yes. make up yeah. some like i've been starting to use like slice because like that's not that's that's just like it sounds like a slice of pizza mm-hmm. but like but like it also makes me think that, like you know the idea of not being a part of the gender binary has yeah. not been thought of until like very recently or if mm-hmm. it has been it's been heavily shunned until very recently well, and so it it actually has been around for a, like hella long time in every culture except white culture. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So there we go. White so like, there's the thing. White people ruined everything, basically. That's also the other reason why I feel like, like, like I I thank God for anime or just like another like popular like form of me- like entertainment that isn't in America. Yes. Yeah. Like something that is thriving and successful that isn't a part of this culture. Because without, like, just being in this bubble of, like, you have to, like, you're this type of person, you were born this way, so you have to act this way. You've seen it all on TV and movies all the time. Everybody in your classroom, everybody in your workplace, everybody that you've ever loved thinks the same thing. So if you think outside of that, then that's not, then, 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 like, you're, like, like, low-key just, like, not American. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like but but no but longer. i like how right it's like where's your citizenship give me the, give it back no i can i can vouch for that i'm not an american anymore i'm not i'm just not <laughs> but yeah. like well like that's popular even saying that is popular yeah like oh just like God, i yeah. like i i hate not being like i hate america like i don't want to be in america because like the i like everything that we're talking about right now we relate it back to american culture like yeah. if anybody wants to talk about american culture it's literally based off of oppression yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it like is. it's literally like the foundation of american culture is how much can we suppress to make this certain ideal that only works for like white people uh, mm-hmm. Like work, like how can we how can we push that forward? 
the white man thought, hmm, what yeah, can the white I take na- yeah. and make for me instead? Hmm. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. Another thing, like, this keeps popping up in my head. Because I just, like, had a flashback to, like, elementary school anti-bullying, like, meetings and stuff like that. Um, but something that I found that we put a lot of emphasis on, uh, like, in America that kind of ties in with, like, the language stuff, too. Um, is we, in those, like, bullying meetings, like, those anti-bullying meetings, a lot of the time they say, your, like, your words have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that we put such a huge emphasis on is that your words have like a lot of like power and stuff like that. And I don't know if I've heard that like anywhere other than like America where we're like uh, your words will like mess <laughs> someone up, dude. Yeah. 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 And and it's like ev- I feel like that's another reason why um like it's so hard for other <laughs> I, I've seen this in many different places, but I can't give an example. Uh, but I, that's all—that's the reason why I see like so many people from other countries. If they come to America and hear like slurs, like mm-hmm. that's not necessarily like like it's a thing. Like they exist in other countries, mm-hmm. but the impact that it has oh, in yeah. this country is not nearly as big. Right. As it is in other countries. Like, like I feel like just, like, the idea of how, like, words, like, have this much of an impact on people uh, in this country um, is just way more, like, I don't know. Like, it has more, it holds more weight here. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also because, like, of the oppression thing. Like, like that's, yeah. like, literally people have used words for years to oppress people in this yeah. country. Like, for forever. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, like, I feel like they almost put, like, a bottle cap on it, too. Because they, like, put such an emphasis on, like, words have, like, a lot of power and meaning and stuff like that. But then also, like, we don't treat it like that. Like, people can just say things, and it's ridiculous. People can say, like, really hateful, awful things with, like, without repercussion. So we have this weird thing where we're saying, like, words have a lot of meaning and, like, it can, like, mess someone up and stuff like that. But then we also don't treat it like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, no. So it, like, puts people at a cap where they're like, oh, I can say whatever I want. And, like, it may mean a lot, but no one's going to actually do anything about it. Right. And I feel like the people who who think that way are those who have the luxury of not worrying about repercussions. Yes. Exactly. And, like, or or who have the luxury to not worry about, you know, having any word have the same effect on them. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, and and like to be frank, it's it's, it's like the majority of white people because yep. like they're yep. the ones who have come up with these. Like, I mean, they're the ones who have come up with these words, yeah. which is also another reason why I'm I'm like so torn on the idea of reclaiming slurs. Yeah, I just I don't like it. Always rubbed me the wrong way. I I am like. I'm the kind of person who's just like golden rule. Like, I don't want to treat someone the way I don't want to be treated. So I'm not right. going to call someone like I just like if if it's a if it's a slur, I don't want to say it at all. I don't care. Like if it's funny, like I but I also understand how it can be seen as funny. Like like if it's like like yeah. like I mean, like fuck, fucking like wordplay or like like I'm not going to go into specifics of it. But like 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 I can understand when somebody's trying to make a joke. Yeah. Like yeah, I've right. taken critical thinking classes literally <laughs> and I've and I've had experiences where like people in our own community who have like like say like people who are black have done that like over and over again as a joke. But I also know when it's not a joke and more often than not, these slurs like v- the vast majority of the time it's it's not a joke. And so like I, I also want to be that person who's just like I'd rather it just be like not in my vocabulary at all to minimize the damage that it could do to someone else rather than do it in places where like, oh, I think it's fine to say it here because the people that I'm around would be fine with it. Like, like, because then it gets subconscious and then like, I won't be able to, I feel like I won't be able to differentiate like when it's okay, when it's not. I just, I'd rather not deal with it at all. Yeah. But I feel like that's doesn't fall into like, the the popular category like if it's it's i mean like just put it frankly like it's popular to fucking throw around slurs 
it's it's, yeah. it's popular mm-hmm. as fuck. And 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 you know, some people don't find like a big issue on it because it's not hurting people specifically, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not addressing a group of people in a negative light, but it could for someone who has yeah. like engulfed that media. Like right. I said, like if it's a trap song and it has a slur in it, like not everybody who is repeating the trap song is saying the slur with ill intent, but like someone could and trace it back to the trap song. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's how I feel like that's a big thing with like the F slur and stuff like that with like the queer community is like it's a very on the fence thing and like i've seen so many arguments about it because um a lot of queer people like have reclaimed that slur and like i use it once in a blue moon to like in i also use it once in a blue moon to for like emphasis <laughs> so yeah. like it's mm-hmm. like when i do say it then people are like taken aback or like shocked but also right. like, i understand there's a lot of queer people who have a very poor association with that slur even after reclaiming it because a lot of yeah. us right. have been like called that and stuff like that and like have a very bad association of like that with violence in some yeah. way shape or form and so like right. even if you say it as like someone who can say it, who has reclaimed it and stuff like that it can still have that effect on someone where it reminds him of like violence even if it's coming yeah. from someone right. that you know can say it and even like i've seen the argument that like people like people do not want lesbians or like gay women using that using the f slur because like of the history around it like just specifically like with gay men like like Mm -hmm. uh it's it's like being gate kept i guess in the community um a little bit yeah right and i find that so so like disheartening because it also puts forth the idea that only a certain type of people get called that slur right when that's not true yeah yeah not not, not anymore right yeah it's like there's a big i don't know what it is about like like the queer community and gatekeeping but it's such a big thing in literally every like every aspect of it and yeah. it's so frustrating as a queer person because you're trying you think oh i come out and i've discovered myself and now I'm part of this community and stuff like that where I can, like, relate to people who have similar experiences to me and all of that. But then when you enter it, you realize that there's only certain spaces within that space that you can really go to. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. not really like a community in a sense because there is so much gatekeeping, especially, like, within the trans community. Like, that is... Yeah. There's arguments yeah. about that literally on the daily. There's probably one happening yeah. right now somewhere online about, like, who's trans and who isn't. And it's, yes. like, it's the whole point of like having a community like that and stuff like that is that we have similar backgrounds and have gone through similar experiences whether it's through our identity or how like our identity interacts with the environment around us the whole point is that we have had similar experiences in that sense and so i don't understand why like people would try and gatekeeps the way that someone feels about their identity yeah because like it doesn't relate exactly to how they experienced it uh, like even just like on twitter like i i try to like follow a lot of people in the lgbtq community and i see a lot of like like lesbians like i i don't want to i'm not a lesbian and i don't want to insert myself in like that um like the lesbian community because i like i like there is a lesbian community um but like i've noticed that a lot of them uh like they don't want anyone else like outside of the lesbian community to like interact basically um right and like i think like a lot um of gatekeeping comes from them and it like like it's kind of warranted a little bit because like like their concern is that gay men get in their spaces because they're like oh well we're both gay so um Mm. like we must have the same experiences but like lesbians don't like men at all (laughs) like like they don't want anything to do with men even gay men i guess it's like i get it but also like we it's you know lgbtq 
community one community <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah something that's so essential to being in the queer community is that it's so diverse like we have similar base experiences but the whole point is that we have very different and diverse experiences within the community and i feel like a lot of people like a lot of queer people don't realize that that like while we have similar like base issues and like we face a lot of like the same basic things a lot of us have experienced identity very differently because identity is such a personal thing and that's the whole that's the whole shtick is that it's about our identity not aligning with like what is normalized in society and mainstream media and everything that is the basic thing so Mm -hmm. i don't understand why someone would try and gatekeep community and stuff like that especially like within the queer community when it's like we have all been isolated because we have different views than like mainstream media and like main society and stuff like that so why (laughs) why why go further why take the extra step i'm so like like i've noticed that there's like a weird a weird subcategory of like the human condition where it is like instead of you know it's just it's just people feel like they have to like there is a need to protect the spaces that they are in even when there is not like they think that there is always going to be a threat somewhere and they direct it in the wrong direction (laughs) like they directed yeah. at the wrong people. Um, yeah, it you know it feeds that idea that like people don't change. Yeah, like like people love to think that people don't change, and that and that you know if somebody's you know a whatever, whether it be something as as you know threatening and problematic as like a homophobe or something that's like least threatening and least problematic as like a a, a sibling that you disagree with from time to time. Right. You know, it, it's like if you feel a bad vibe off of a person and this is like a popular mindset that i just can't wrap my head around but if you feel a bad vibe off of someone then cut them off with no remorse right you know like 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 you have too much on your mind you got you got too much on your plate which like is which can be the case for a lot of people but to be like to to because oftentimes when people do that they love to preach empathy as well they love to think like and it's more towards like themselves like their own thing so like if somebody has gone through some like form of abuse and then then you know like they'll go on twitter and love to retweet you know abuse like help hotlines uh some stories that people have shared on twitter their own testimonies uh, uh, just like whatever they can that 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 relates closely to them, and they should like this is this is great. But when it comes to something that like like they might feel a bad vibe off of, maybe the person who you know they're getting bad vibes off of, uh, rightfully needs to be like assessed and maybe have some repercussions like you know like like shown their way. Right. But to automatically think that like this person is you know. ineligible to be educated uh to to be you know to learn and grow to learn and grow basically yeah is like beyond me it's weird to preach empathy in one category and be in like insanely and sometimes even more apathetic uh, in another category yeah in this but on the same spectrum you know Mm -hmm. yeah like in the same community, like that happens a lot in the queer community. Like we'll be like, oh yeah, I got my own. If you're queer, I got you. You can be in my house. I'll, I'll love you like a sibling, like yeah. like family. But the moment that you start saying like, uh, why like why hate all men? I'm gay or whatever. Like that might be a problematic statement at the time in whatever context, but. To immediately be like, no, fuck you. You're not a part of the community anymore because you said this. Like, yeah, is, right. is, is is beyond me. Like, I love to educate people. I love to call people out and be like, hey, yo, you shouldn't have said this now because, like, this is a big issue right now. And a lot of people are talking about it and going through it. So we shouldn't, like, push this, he- push this so heavy. Um, but I'm not going to go ahead and think, like, okay, they're irredeemable. Right. You know, yeah. I feel like I only feel that way if you like murder somebody 
And there's like a part of my brain that's just like, even if you do that, like, <laughs> like I'm pretty <laughs> sure honest, 30 I'll years of honest. prison down the drain might, might change your mind to not murder again. But like, uh, the fucking the gays that are for Trump, they are on a uh, oh they are God. on a thin line. They yeah, are on a very so thin line wild. for me. I don't <laughs> understand that. I don't there have been many it. times where he's just like, fuck the gay. I'm like, why are you for this dude? Has he literally stripped like gay people of like their medical rights? <laughs> yeah. Right to adoption. But I feel like those people who are for Trump are in the same category of people who uh are like who have the luxury to not uh, give a to, fuck. Yeah. To not give a fuck. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect them if they vote for Trump or not vote for Trump. Exactly. Like their experiences, and there are people out there who are like that. That's another thing. People don't understand that there are people like that who have just experienced so much like good privilege to just not give a shit about people who have experienced nothing but bad yeah, uh, yeah. like like experiences and, and like terrible like privileged people like like shitting on them and and like I, it's it's so much easier for us who have gone through many different like terrible experiences and I hate to say it but like I feel like you know going yeah. through some shitty shit is like the best way for you to become empathetic and know other people's yeah. stories but that's yeah. just the truth you know, if you if you're stuck in this bubble where nothing but good things happen to you, the minute a bad thing happens, then the world's ending because everything in right. your life has been good. Yeah. You know, but like we need to be able to like even in those scenarios where like everything good could happen to you. I feel like things like critical thinking can sh can at least plant the seed that like something bad could happen to you, but it's not the end of the world. Right. Exactly. And I've I've met it's it's very rare i think i've met like maybe two people like this but i have met people with no trauma and like all the privilege who like literally just talk to people and like like learn other people's experiences and like learn and grow and know like how to act <laughs> like basically like know how to be a decent person and it is possible to like be progressive and like be empathetic and just be a decent human being without being like traumatized and like belittled and oppressed like at all like i'm I'm talking about yeah. like like cis white men who know they have yeah. privilege like like don't take it like they take advantage of it to help others like mm -hmm. like yeah. it, it is possible and i want to see more of it <laughs> Yes, so bad. absolutely. By the way, I feel like this isn't like pushed enough. Just because I understand something doesn't mean I agree with it. You can right, understand yeah. things and not agree with it. I feel like that is something that people don't understand and I don't get it. But I digress. The fact that like cis white men are targeted so much right now and 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 that they're 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 feeling like so like hurt by this is just a it's it's the result of that idea that you've been living this good life. And just because people are targeting people yep. like you right now because of some terrible things that people like you have done in the past does not mean it's the end of the world for you. It right. just means you need to understand why that's happening and how you can prevent it from happening again, both in your life and other people's lives. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry, that like this is just the reality. You're gonna have to do some extra work just like everybody else who has been oppressed has had to do. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And so like that that idea of like, well why am I why are like like hate all men? Like I'm not a bad guy. It's just like, okay, cool, but men have done bad things. You have to acknowledge that. And if you're not if you are a, a, a man who does not want to like keep doing these bad things about the like that, that have been told in the numerous stories that have been brought forth, then you need to a like not do it and b denounce people who have done it or support things that that uh that or support like abusers and shit like that just like you don't have to openly just try and defend yourself self first in fact i i discourage that i discourage people wanting to defend themselves first whenever things like i hate all men come to the surface because that that's self-centered like you're you're thinking about yourself when people say hate all men i'm a man uh then you hate me but i'm not a bad guy so fuck you like that's self-centered ap apathetic yeah not yeah. the way to go initially you need to think about like why that's happening 
like, why are people saying this? Once you get educated, then you need to make sure that that saying doesn't get said more often. Like, this isn't something that is meant to stay. The saying, I hate all men, isn't something that anybody wants to keep. This isn't something that needs to, like, stick in everybody's minds for centuries to come. This is a way to put forth the problem that men are a reoccurring problem in many people's lives. This is like a reoccurring problem. And the minute that people understand that, no matter who you are, the, 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 like the more that people do that, the less we start saying the saying and the, and the less you start feeling like 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 you're a part of it, like you're a part of like this, this group of people who's who's shitty. Like if you're not shitty, then don't act shitty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. My dad's a good example of that. Every time like we're at the dinner table, we'll be me. Me and my sister will be like, oh, yeah, like we hate all men. And my mom's like, no, you can't say that. Like, it's not like all men. And then my dad's like, no, it's all men. It's all men. <laughs> <laughs> like that is perfectly valid. Like you're allowed to say that. Like it's perfectly mm. all men. My dad hates men. <laughs> That's so good. I love your dad. What's hilarious, uh, or I guess, like, not really hilarious, I, I, I kind of, like, it's one of those moments where I'm just, like, uh, I was, a, like, a fucking naive kid back then, but I had the right idea, just said the wrong stuff. Like, yeah. I, I was that guy, like, a few years ago, and I was starting to become, because this is also when I was starting to understand that, like, I wasn't straight. Uh, right. But, like, the first experience that I had that wasn't with a female, it was with a guy, uh, was, like, bad, it was it was eye-opening for me because I was just like, oh, shit, okay, I'm not straight, great. But the guy took advantage of me, and then I was just like, I hate all men. Yep. I was just yeah. like, yeah, like, I would go in my job, and, like, anytime, like, a female co-worker would be, like, like, talking about, like, their ex or something like that, I would be like, yeah, fuck guys. Like, they suck. I hate them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and... Like, there was, like, this weird feeling in me. Not necessarily the feeling of just, like, oh, I feel like I'm offending myself I'm, or, like, you know, letting down the boys or whatever. Like, n- nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was more of just, like, I feel like I'm saying that and not thinking about, you know, why. I feel like I'm just saying that because I had a bad experience. And it took, like, some real self ex- self-reflection. I feel like I'm saying that because... I had a bad experience with a guy. Well, and I want to jump. Well, like, well, I would like well, to point out that personal. that is that's that's yeah. that's usually why other people say it as well. <laughs> like okay, that's, okay, fair, that's fair, why fair, I fair, say fair, it. Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. But I also wanted to make sure that there was like good coming out of that. And so right. like I wanted to do more research to make sure that I fully understood why it was so popular to say that at the time because I really didn't understand Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it fit like, like, you know, my experience and it fit like, you know, the setting, like maybe just me as a person, but I just, I just wanted to find out more about like, why, like, why, That's why right. is this like, why, why now, you know, like why yeah. now is this like a saying, like, why is this like the big thing? Why is this like something that I resonated, like, like related to so heavily. And, and I don't feel like that desire to want to like educate you know themselves like yourself uh is popular but i do yeah, feel right. like you know it you can still get to that point where like you can be educated past the the point of just like oh it's popular and it seems to fit you know yeah and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing if it's popular and it seems to fit then that's a great first step but i say don't stop there yeah mm-hmm. exactly it's so important to educate yourself it's yeah so essential and it really like isn't that hard especially in look we're in an age of information it's so easy to google things talk to someone watch a video of someone talking about their experience literally everything is at your fingertips quite literally at your fingertips (laughs) yeah that's something that i've been thinking about a lot recently too is that like we have we like we're born into a time where every piece of knowledge that we could ever hope to find uh, is at our fingertips. We can do you like look it up really easily. Yeah. Like you don't have to go through hoops and try and you know go through a system of education that is flawed to try and get a piece right. of information that you might or might not like. If you think that you know you'd be a good marine biologist just because like you like sea animals, 
but find out that there are some things about marine biology that just aren't your like just like aren't for you like like you wouldn't be able to find out back then until you got your degree or at least are in the class like right. that takes like a lot of time and money and sometimes just based off of who you are that could be a lot of bullying involved like some self-doubt some like you know some trauma involved in there and like and once you get to that point like what do you do then like you spend all this time right. trying to you know learn about marine biology and find out that that's not what you want to do i mean people go through this kind of stuff all the time like you work a job you find out you don't want to do that job but it's too late and you need money and the system doesn't really like just America's government in general doesn't support people who want to kind of find like a different path in life that is that, you know, steers away from having good grades in school and getting a degree. Yeah. Capitalism, more like cap. This is cap. I don't like I don't want this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired of capitalism, dude. Tired I'm so of tired it. of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude. It's not meant to last. We are not supposed to have it right now, dude. <laughs> it was not supposed to last this long. It has an expiration date, and we are well past it. We're drinking spoiled milk. Yes, yeah, we, we are. are. We really are. And we're suffering the consequences for it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're suffering the consequences for, their, for, like, people in government's fucking bullshit, like, you know, yes. choices. Yeah. Something that I keep thinking about is, like, when people, um... When people like argue like for capitalism, it's like no, but like anyone can do this, this, and that. I'm oh my god, whoa! They just no, sent I me can't. back to um, <laughs> like you literally can't. Um, no, I can't. I was guys. just sent back to um tenth grade English class where we were talking about um school and stuff like that and colleges and how that works, and my teacher posed the question, "Oh, is it really true in America that like you can?" With enough work, you can literally do anything. And I was like, absolutely not. And this kid started arguing with me about it. Someone, like one of my classmates started arguing with me about it. He's like, well, what do you mean by that? And I was like, you, depending on, because you're basically born into privilege. Like you can't earn privilege or lose it. You just are born with it. Like there's nothing that you can like do to change that. And because of that, some people are able to like, seek better opportunities and stuff like that or get better educations whether that's because of like Mm. location and stuff like that and like all these other things which is like a whole other thing with just systemic racism and like how they like specifically like cut school lines to then people who like well-known like black neighborhoods are like in these like poorer schools and stuff like that they literally do that they literally cut district lines like that and it's right. so messed up. And they can no- there's nothing that they could have done to change that. They were literally just born there. And I was like, ex- right. explaining this where like people like people in those like um, environments and stuff like that are now going to grow up with like a poorer education purely because of like the government cutting s- district lines a certain way. And so they won't have like as many opportunities to get scholarships or to like get those like academic like scholarships from their school and stuff like that because of like where they were born and stuff like that and i was explaining that to this guy and he's like yeah well like then you can like do this this and that you can like go to the library and you just have to like work harder and it's like why should they have to work harder what did they do what did yeah. they do that they now have to work harder other than be born like it just exactly. does not make sense to me and he was like well you, if you work hard enough you can become a doctor and i was like do you really think anyone can become a doctor and he's like, yeah, if you work hard enough, if you're, like, less privileged and stuff like that, you can, like, go to a library and, like, apply for more scholarships. And it's like, again, why do they what? have to work harder to get the same opportunities that are handed to you? Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Not everyone can be a doctor. <laughs> like, not no. everyone has the yeah, money to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not everyone has the money or resources to do that. That's a big, that's a big thing with privilege is resources. That yeah. is such a big thing. People who grew up in, like, privileged areas and stuff like that have a lot more resources. I'm, like, a very... I was, like, always played the part of, like, poor kid in the rich school and stuff like that. But also, I was lucky enough to be, like, in a district line where I was at these very privileged schools. So, I had a lot more resources despite being poor. So, like, I was able to get, like, a better education than a lot of people who are, like, in the tax bracket that I'm in and stuff like that. Because... Purely because of where I was born. In, yeah, I was right. born in a privileged area. Like it, if like it had gone any other way, I like would not 
like be able to get the scholarships that I do right now. I would not like have the knowledge that I do right now. I would not have the resources that I do right now purely because I was like born in a privileged area, even despite being right. poor. Like that, like that's a big thing. Like I like, could have very well off like been in a like poor district and stuff like that because that's all like that we could afford. But it literally just had to do with my location. <laughs> right. And I also want to point out that like, like what you're describing as like a like like privilege is like like the I, the, just the, like the term privilege is different for everybody else mm-hmm. and so like what you describe is the general like popular way yeah. of assuming like someone's like upbringing as privileged because like say like if it were me i also consider myself to be in some like way shape or form like privilege coming up like mm. but only only because i feel like i had so much uh experience in 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 school and i went to uh i went to nine different schools throughout my childhood i went to five different elementary schools i stayed in one middle school and i went to three different high schools and that in itself i feel like being able to jump from school to school to school no matter the reason for why, and there are many different reasons, like some money, some like school, like staff behavior and like some other things. But like just being able to do that is a privilege in itself. I got lucky. I got lucky lucky going to different schools and seeing like what their extracurricular activities were, who the type of people that were at that school were. Like I got to be in certain friend groups that were completely different than the school that I went to the next year. And mm-hmm. that in itself, I'm very thankful to have that experience. And because if I feel like if I didn't have that, if I didn't have many different people telling me different things at different schools, I wouldn't be able to come to the idea that people are different yeah. and right. that I could be different. And, and like when I was done with high school, immediately once I hit college, I was like, wow. I realized that like based off of the people that I interacted with in school and based off of how closed in my family actually wanted to make me, I could be something completely different and still be happy. And I feel like that is an experience and a privilege that not a lot of people have. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. There's like so many different forms of privilege but like because there's systemic privilege but and there's like also social privilege like i have a lot of privilege right, as a white right. person where i don't like have fear right <laughs> like because that's the thing it's like the conversation that people need to have now is equality versus justice because giving everyone the same tools does like not do anything for them if they don't have the ability to use those tools so you right. need to like think about like how can we make sure that everyone has access to these tools, but also how can we make it so then they are able to use them? That's right. justice versus equality. Mm. That's the conversation we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder who's going to be that kind of that person to like bring it up. Like, yeah. I wonder who's gonna who's gonna do that, and like whether it be our government or just like out in the open, starting like a. I don't know, a something. Someone really cool. Britney Spears. (laughs) Britney Spears. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine Britney Spears coming through is like, we need to have this conversation. Quality versus justice. When she's out of her contract from her dad, she'll be a free woman again. I'm so worried about her. (laughs) I'm so worried about Britney. We all worry for Britney Spears. For real. When she's when she's out of her contract, she's going to be like the, the most free woman, and she's she's yeah. just gonna be yeah. like like living her life. I know she's gonna do so many like cool ass things when she's out of that. If you're listening, yeah. Britney, we stand with you. Yep. We do. We fully support your choices. We love you, Britney. <laughs> we love you, Britney. <laughs> Well, guys, I feel like that's like we're we're coming up on like the time uh, yeah. for for this episode. Yeah. But uh, this was like really, this was a really really good talk. I, I like how we kind of um started off kind of chaotic with oh, just yeah. like Dear Maria, <laughs> and and then we got to uh the the um you know the topic of like equality versus justice. And I feel like um if there's anything, well, I want to ask you guys like if there's anything that you think our listeners should like look forward to hearing from us talk about more uh or would like them to like take away from like this episode or future episodes like what would you, what would you think for each of us i said we go down like in the line um i think 
Um, uh, yeah, get ready for more of my chaos and probably some some mental health rants. You know me. I'm I'm always I'm always going off on some some something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Isaac. Always going off on something. Something. <laughs> something. Um, I think I'd say. Well, uh, I think that a big thing about this is that we all have very different backgrounds and experiences, and I think that with that comes a sense of not being alone. So that's yeah. a big thing I want to yeah. emphasize is that like you are not alone in your experiences, like. There's never going to be a person who, like, has the same exact experiences as you, but I hope that you find bits of yourself within this, because I think that's important. And as all time low said, dear Maria, count me in. Count me in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn it, Gene, you took mine. I was going to talk about it. Uh, Well, I guess, like, another thing, uh, I hope that all of you guys... uh, no, you said no. You said find bits and pieces in yourself through us. Like you, god dang it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan just we hope. Here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hope that you have a great time listening to our chaos. Yeah. Uh, we'll try and bring forth the consistent chaos every episode uh, with some guests who will probably feed on our chaos as well. Yes. Uh, in the not so distant future. Oh yes. Uh, but in the in. in in the future or in the meantime how do you how do you sign off how do we do this do we do it just have have a uh, good go drink some water folks go drink some water as go ice, do that as ice please. cube said today was a good day yes. oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm yeah ice cube is a liable source thank you ice cube, ice cube. Thank, thank you, you ice cube, cube. <laughs> thank you ice cube that's how we'll end the episode just thank you ice cube thank you ice cube <laughs> thank you ice cube yeah, you made it to the end of the podcast. All oh, that means so much to all of us. Thanks so much. We're so happy you made it this far. Next week, we're going to bring a guest on board and talk about the pros and cons of being a creator and what that could do to your mental health. But until then, just know that we love and care for you guys. We'll spare more serotonin next week. Bye.